Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Morning Dump, a fantasy baseball podcast. We made it to week one. So let's kick this off with some fun stories from opening weekends. First up, Bobby Witt Jr. Welcome to the big leagues, man. Started off his career with a bang. His first career hit in his first career game with a go-ahead RBI double with two outs in the bottom of the eighth and lead his team to their first victory of the season. And on Saturday in his second career game, He made a ridiculous defensive play with Perez in the top of the 10th to hold off Cleveland, which led to Mondesi walking it off in the bottom of the 10th to take KC to their 2-0 record. And that was a filthy play, man. It was a ground to third. He leaned back totally off balance and threw out the runner trying to get to home to take the lead. Next up, Nico Horner. Our guy hit the first home run of the 2022 season, which accounted for two of the five runs scored to help the underdog Cubs beat the Brewers on opening day. He's only around 5% owned in ESPN and Yahoo leagues. Second base and shortstop eligible. Somebody you might want to keep your eye on as the season carries on. How about Javi Baez and Josh Donaldson? Both joining new teams this season. Javi to Detroit and Donaldson to New York Yankees. And both of them hit walk-off RBIs to secure opening day victories to their new teams. Well done, fellas. Another newcomer, Sean Manea, who was a late trade and addition to the San Diego Padres before the season started. He goes seven innings with no hits and just one walk and seven strikeouts helping San Diego secure a victory over Arizona. And lastly, Luis Severino. So happy to see this guy back on the mound. He made his first start in 907 days, letting up two runs, but looked electric with five mean strikeouts. Could prove to be a major steal from draft day at around his 280p. How about some streams for the upcoming week? So I'm going to try to keep these streamers to players who are around 50% owned or less. Starting off with Monday, Huascar Yanoa, around 48% owned on Yahoo and 18% on ESPN. He's at home against the Nats on Monday and he travels to San Diego to take on the Padres this Friday. I say both are worthy starts. Solid player to run this week to get two starts out of. He was throwing gas last year before he goes down with injury with a 3.02 ERA, 1.05 whip, and over a K per inning. It's a Tuesday. Jesus Lazardo. 33% on Yahoo and 17% on ESPN. He's at LA facing the Angels. Not a matchup that I really love with all the hard-hitting guys they got in L.A. But this man was the number 12 prospect in 2019. He had some solid numbers in the minors. And I really think he's worth grabbing 
just in case he manages to light them up and prove to turn into the stud that we all thought he was going to be. That's a big thing about running streamers early in the season. You might find guys that could turn into fixtures in your roster. Wednesday. This guy's a little more owned than the rest. Tristan McKenzie. 70% on Yahoo, 60% on ESPN. He's at Cincy on Wednesday. Great matchup. And that's another thing about this list. It's going to be largely based on the matchups that pitchers are facing. This dude went on a sick run last year starting in August and helped a lot of managers, including myself, go on playoff runs and win their championships. He had over a K per inning, let up barely any runs, few hits and walks. If you had him, you know. He showed up in relief in his first appearance this year, but he will be a fixture of Cleveland's rotation. The man should be owned and ridden out to see how much he improves. Thursday, Tony Gonsolin. 38% on Yahoo, 40% on ESPN. Also facing Cincy on Thursday. All of his appearances in the big leagues have been starts. Listen, he's got some pretty sick numbers through 142.1 innings in the big leagues. 10-5 and record, 2.85 ERA, 1.089 whip, and 9.4 strikeouts per nine. He's got a spot in that Dodger rotation backed by mean hitters and definitely worth running this Thursday. Friday, Reed Detmers. Only 16% owned on Yahoo and 7% on ESPN. He's at Texas facing the Rangers. He's the number 21 prospect on the top 100 list of the MLB this season. Something about this guy I like. He only threw 62 innings in the minors between college and the majors and went on a run of 15.7 Ks per nine, 3.19 ERA, 1.145 whip, and his college numbers weren't far off from that either. Angels gave him a spot in their six-man rotation. They clearly believe in him, and I think we should too until he proves otherwise. Saturday and Sunday, we're going with two Yankees who are both facing Baltimore. Tylon on Saturday and Nasty Nestor on Sunday. Tylon, he's had ups and downs over the years, mixed in with a handful of injuries, but his career numbers are respectable. And he too went on a sick run in the latter half of 2021. Meanwhile, Nestor Cortez threw 93 innings last year with a 2.9 ERA, 1.075 whip, and 10 Ks per nine. Both of them will dominate Baltimore this weekend and provide great fantasy value for you. So there's your streamers for the week. I'll be hitting you with one for every day of the season. Moving on to Pump or Dump. Full disclosure, today's Pump or Dump will just be a Pump or Pump. All guys that I think are worth adding. But just for the record, moving forwards, this segment will be largely based on guys who have been most added and dropped throughout the past week. My reactions to whether they should in fact be pumped or dumped. Definitely tweet me if you're not sure about whether a guy on your roster is worth dropping for one of these pumps. First up, my man Jeremy Pena. If you caught last week, I caught him late in our draft for the Morning Dump League as I have in many other leagues. He's 31% owned on Yahoo right now and 22% on ESPN, and that's going to increase very quickly. So get him while you can. Dude crushed it in spring training with a 350 average, 
1.081 OPS. And I'm not huge on overreacting to spring training, but the guy's minor league numbers were solid. And he locked in the starting shortstop position for Houston now that Correa's out of the picture. One more thing about him. In his second major league game, crushed his first career home run while his parents were being interviewed in the stands. Wholesome moment, premium content. You gotta see it. And if you didn't, I retweeted the Houston Astros tweet, so check out my page at Morning D Fantasy. Next up, Joey Bart, catcher for San Fran. 27% on Yahoo, only 10% on ESPN. He knocked his first career home run in the first game of this season. A highly touted prospect with minor league OPS of 860, 39 homers across 769 at-bats. The guy hits for power. He's somebody else I was catching late in drafts for his upside because as you know, catchers fall off badly. And if you missed out on one of the elite catchers, this guy has a chance to crack the top five without a doubt. Number three, Josh Lowe, 57% owned on Yahoo, only 12% on ESPN. The guy hits for power and steals bases. In AAA, he knocked 22 home runs, 26 stolen bases, had a 291 average and a 901 OPS. He's a must-roster player. He's fixed in the Tampa lineup, starting an outfield for them, and has a chance to give you a huge return absolutely free. Next up. Hunter Green. This guy looks special. He's already jumped to around 50% owned in both Yahoo and ESPN leagues. And his first start in the majors was outstanding. Get this guy right now. You do not want to miss out on him. I'm telling you, he's going to be one of these guys that Matt Hayon and I spoke about who's going to be owned and drafted in the top 150 picks next season without a doubt. Maybe top 100. He faced the World Series champion Braves in his first career start. Was painting the strikeout zone, making guys miss, sitting at 100 miles per hour with ease for five innings straight. And it wasn't just a fastball. He said he's been focused on his off-speed pitches, and he had plenty of movement making guys miss in the 80s and getting strikeouts as well. And lastly, Gavin Lux. He's second base and shortstop eligible for the Dodgers. And on Yahoo, he's got outfield as well. 54% owned on Yahoo, 28% on ESPN. Once a highly touted prospect, but another guy who hits for power and has speed. He hasn't quite broken out yet with his major league opportunities, but he does look to have a role in that LA Dodgers offense. And I think he's worth stashing just in case. If not, dump him and move on. But you might be looking at some serious production for your team by snatching him up right now. Now on to the fleece of the week. Man who gets it for week one at JBOLL22 on Twitter. I saw him reaching out for some advice on a trade that he was offered in a dynasty league, which was giving up Julio Rodriguez to receive Rafael Devers, Riley Green, and Jack Leiter. No brainer, bro. I immediately told him, take that deal, man. Quick analysis. Rafael Devers versus Julio Rodriguez by themselves is an even deal. Devers might even edge that one out. They're both pretty consistently ranked as top 15 talent for Dynasty Leagues, but only one of them, Rafael Devers, is proven talent in the big leagues as a top 15 player in redraft leagues. Devers is only four years older than him, at 25 years old, 
versus Julio's 21. And that's easily made up for by the fact that 25 is still very young for Dynasty and that Devers is the proven redraft talent. You're also receiving Riley Green and Jack Leiter in the team. Green being the number five prospect on the top 100 list right now versus Julio's number three. His numbers weren't far off from Julio's in the minors. And when it comes to the big leagues, Green could prove to be the better one long term. Now you add Leiter to the deal, who's the number 17 on the top 100 prospect list. At Vanderbilt over the past two seasons, Leiter put up a 2.08 ERA, 0.844 whip, and 14.4 strikeouts per nine. Filthy. So with all that said, J-Bull, you crushed this deal, man. Congratulations for being our first fleece of the week. And well done. Well, folks, that's all for week one. Thank you for rocking with me. Remember, don't panic sell in April. If your studs get off to slow starts, hold. Do try to buy on someone who's panicking on their studs in April. Remember to hit me up on IG and Twitter at Morning D Fantasy with any trade or ad drop questions that you have. Let me know about the fleeces you pull off each week. I'd also love to hear about the team names that you've been coming up with. I'll be giving some shout outs for the best team names that I hear. And remember, can't have your coffee without the morning dump. <laughs>